This is 105.9 The Region, where parents talk and explore practical, proactive, and evidence-based solutions. This is Where Parents Talk with Leanne Castellino. It's great to have you along for this edition of Where Parents Talk on 105.9 The Region. Thanks for joining us. I'm Leanne Castellino. Each week on this show, we talk to moms and dads from all walks of life about raising kids today through a scientific and lived experience lens. Our guest today is a Canadian sports journalist, current studio host of Hockey Night in Canada and the NHL on Sportsnet. David Amber has previously covered a variety of sports, including the Olympic Games, the Stanley Cup and World Series for TSN, ESPN and the NHL Network. He is also the father of two teenagers. David Amber joins us today from his home in Toronto. Thank you so much for being here. Leanne, thanks for having me. Now, David, I understand this is your first interview on the subject of parenting. So thank you, first of all, for accepting this invitation. I wonder, as a father of a 17-year-old and a 16-year-old generally, what are your views on being a parent today with everything that's going on in the world? First of all, Leanne, I got to tell you, I, I mentioned to my kids that I was doing the podcast interview with you and they got a good chuckle out of it because they, <laughs> they actually expressed some interest. I'm like, a, I said, well, I'm going to get asked about parenting. They, and my daughter said, well, they should probably ask me how you are as a parent, not you. <laughs> so there you go. Um, it's great to be here. I, as far as today goes, I think the words that come to mind are it's, it's challenging but rewarding, which are the two words that come to mind. I, I think it's probably a very unique time to be a parent coming out of the pandemic and you think about the last few years for all of our kids and all the things they've missed all the adjustments they had to make and and I think about my daughter who went off to university we both had daughters go off to university in the last few months and um you know I I just think they were kind of stripped a little bit of their independence for a couple of years and I think it might have made the adjustment initially a little bit more difficult than it might have been for you or for me in our generation certainly I remember being so excited to go off to school and I think she maybe felt a little bit of trepidation you know, just because it had been such a different two and a half years uh, with the pandemic. So I think there's been some unique challenges at this era of, of parenting. Um, but at the same time, you know, the greatest rewards you're going to feel as a person are, you know, when your kids have a great day and accomplish something and and show some grit and determination and, and you know, sort of strive for what they want to do and show great passion in things. And it's funny, you don't realize that till you become a parent, right? It's uh, you, you think about your own joy. And then when you have a child and then sort of experience their joy, it's on a whole nother level. Without question, and, and that is so rewarding for sure. Let me ask you, you've got a 17-year-old daughter and a 16-year-old son. Have you always wanted to be a father, David? Um, I, you know, that's a tough question. I, I certainly always thought about being a dad, so I don't know if that whole uh, paternal instinct was there from day one, but I certainly, you know, I've always liked, you know, I remember when I was sort of in grade six, seven, and there were some grade twos and threes, I used to kind of mentor a little bit or be able to kind of uh, chaperone around a little bit. And I had that sort of like, uh, felt good to be in that leadership role to someone and, and mentoring them in a, in a different way that not exactly being a parent, but just that, that feeling. So I guess it's always been a little bit a, a part of me. And I always knew I wanted to have a family. So it's, it's nice that it's happened. In what ways would you say that your childhood has impacted the way that you parent? Well, I I guess the number one thing would be, I think I I think back to when I was a kid and the things that made me most excited or most uplifted or most interested. And uh, I try to bring those thoughts and memories and say, well, how can my kids have those same opportunities? So in my case, I played a ton of sports growing up in hockey and 
and baseball and football. And um, my wife's very athletic too. She played a lot of different sports. And so we tried to get our kids into different sports or into different things that they're interested in, passionate about. My, my daughter took to sport, but she really took to performing. So we were like, okay, well then let's, you know, push towards that a little bit with her singing and her performance. And I think that was something that I, I remember from my childhood that the moments I loved and embraced the most were those hockey tournaments and those, those moments. And I said, okay, well, hopefully we can replicate some of that with our kids. Absolutely. I can relate to the hockey parent piece for mm-hmm. sure. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. Um, you talk about your childhood, you talk about maybe not having a, a pronounced paternal instinct, but the fact is, is, you know, you've got two kids, there's a whole pile of responsibility that goes with that. You've got a very busy dynamic career that's you know time uh demanding from that perspective so how do you go about trying to balance all of that out especially when they're in their developmental years as as teenagers yeah i mean i think that's a struggle that so many families deal with right there's so many um you know two parent working families or single parent families and they're they're trying to manage like of course you have to have the career and you want to follow you know chase something and be passionate about something on your professional side but at the same time you don't want to sacrifice anything uh in your personal life i don't know if we've reached the perfect balance you'd have to ask my kids that but one thing i've said to them from day one and i've, I've tried to live up to this is when i'm not working i'll be there so you know it's sometimes to be honest with you working nights and weekends and and lots of holidays as someone who's a sports broadcaster Yes, you miss a lot of dinner parties on a Saturday night and you do miss some some uh, kids events as well. But at the, you know, the the alternative uh, side of things, there were some 2 p.m. track meets when I'd be the only parent there. Um, you know, there was some some off time, you know, certainly a lot of three o'clock and four o'clock post school soccer matches, etc. Um, I would make sure I'd be there. So I've said to my kids, I'll, I'll get to every single thing I can get to. And, and often, um, you know, I think they understood it wasn't going to be easy and I missed some things along the way, but I, I tried my best to, to make sure I could fit in as much as possible and make it a priority. You talk about missing key family events over time. I wonder about guilt. Is that something you experience generally? Because it certainly seems to be different for mothers. And if so, how do you go about dealing with that? I'm going to answer this honestly. I don't <laughs> feel a lot of guilt. I feel bad saying that, but I, I don't because I, I sort of said... I work within the parameters I can and take the good. I've sort of said when things are out of your control, I can't control when the schedule uh, of the events are that I'm covering. Uh, everything I can control, I can do my best to make sure I'm I'm right there, I'm present, I'm in the moment with the kids. And they've seen the efforts there. I mean, I remember one, one Saturday night I was in Winnipeg uh, at a hockey rink in Winnipeg and my son had a hockey tournament um, near Buffalo. And I took a 5 a.m. flight from Winnipeg to Toronto and then jumped in a car and drove two hours to make, to make it to the final. I made it on time, thankfully. So I think they understood there were sacrifices made. But I, I don't know if that is a, a gender-specific feeling because my wife, who has a, a pretty serious job, much more demanding in many respects than my job, uh, she does feel a certain you know, level of guilt when she isn't able to, to be there for every uh, last thing. So I, I just sort of said, we can control what we can control and, and I'm not gonna you know, you know, punish myself uh, for that. And I think my kids have been more than understanding that you know, putting the effort in is, is the most important thing. Absolutely. David, how would you go about describing your parenting style? Well, you know, Leah, it's funny. I, I say to my kids a lot, um, everything in moderation. So, you know, I don't have a specific approach. You know, it's not like I'm a disciplinarian or I'm not like a loosey-goosey, let's hang out. And there's there's always going to be boundaries. But 
uh, certainly when they were younger. But I think it's everything in moderation. You know, when your kids are young, yeah, we can go get an ice cream, but we're not going to go get an ice cream every day or whatever the example might be. Um, or, you know, yes, you, you, you're gonna have to do homework or da, 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 but we're gonna, we're also going to mix in some fun. Like I try to make it. So, you know, I kept, I would say to my daughter a lot when she was at 12 and 13 and, you know, we'd butt heads as well. I say, be reasonable, just be reasonable. So I, I think I've tried to take sort of what I would, you know, describe as a reasonable approach to parenting and try and, um, you set boundaries and, you know, you, you hope that they understand them. Um, and as they get older, they certainly understand and respect um, you know, why you probably did things that they didn't always agree with. Um, but I thought everything in moderation and, you know, when it comes to things, when they get to teenagers drinking and things of that sort, you know, I wasn't going to take that approach of you don't drink and don't do this. It's like, look, I know these things are going to be present for you and there's going to be different um, choices to make. And you try and give them the judgment to make smart choices, choices that aren't going to, you know, become problematic for them, you know, whether from a personal safety standpoint or, uh, you know, in in that nature, that's the number one thing. So I've, you know, I think my wife and I have tried to impress good decision making uh, as best possible on our kids, and and you kind of cross your fingers and hope for the best. Definitely, you are listening to Where Parents Talk on 105.9 The Region. I'm Leanne Castellino in conversation with David Amber, studio host of Hockey Night in Canada and the NHL on Sportsnet, and father of two. Now, picking up on your previous point, as you know, there is no playbook for being a parent. So do you use or did you use any resources for inspiration or support when it comes to raising kids? Well, we've been really lucky. We have a a really strong network of friends and many of them had kids in the year or two or three before us. So we had a lot of advice uh solicited and unsolicited about what it's going to be like when you become a parent and and everyone says it right you're never going to be ready people can tell you every oh, it's like this it's like this until you're sitting there and there's a baby in your arms and a, a dirty diaper and they're going crazy at two in the morning you don't know what that's like you can't prepare uh for those situations but we did have a lot of people sort of um you know keep good advice on us and, and sort of prepare us for certain things um i'd say the biggest adjustment i don't know about you leanne but for me Having our daughter was uh, an adjustment, certainly a lifestyle adjustment, but having our son 20 months later, so we had then, you know, like a three-year-old and a one-year-old, that, that the first six months of that, it was just about, you know, keeping your head above water. You're treading water for a while mm-hmm. there. Just, you know, it's amazing what your body can do on little sleep and uh, you get through it. But it, it was, you know, if I think about the most difficult time parenting, um, and obviously, you know, when they're teenagers, that's a whole nother ball of wax, but um, the most difficult time, if I had to really look back at it in many respects, certainly the physical toll and maybe even the mental toll it took was when, you know, we had a three and a one-year-old or a four and a two-year-old where there's high, high, high demands. They're not at school yet. And, you know, 24-7, you're kind of on high alert. And, you know, we had our daughter, our son was waking up in the middle of the night a bunch of times and our daughter at, you know, 6 a.m., all right, I'm ready to go, let's party. And it's like, oh my goodness, how are we going to get through this? So, um, you know, you get a lot of different advice. Nothing's going to prepare you perfectly for it, but I think you, you manage, you find a way. And, uh, and it's, again, it's the, the best, most rewarding, you know, challenge you're going to face in your life. You're bringing back all these memories for me, David, of <laughs> when my kids were young that I only recently, you know, finally dealt with in terms of that sleep deprivation that just seems to be endless. In our case, we had three um, wow. in our household. So I, I totally two felt like three. <laughs> That's my point. I think one it was, one was manageable, but when, when we had the second one, I was like, oh, wow, this, this is no joke. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so another sort of interesting aspect of what you experience as a parent, I'm, I'm thinking, is the idea of being a celebrity uh, and, you know, being a dad as well. How do you go about managing that? Has that been challenging? Uh, is there a different sort of approach you use as a result of that? Okay, if my kids were here, they would be laughing hysterically at this question because uh, I don't consider myself much of a celebrity, and they certainly don't. They, they always they let me know that on a pretty regular basis that I'm a D-lister at best. <laughs> uh, it it hasn't been a, a big issue, you know. Sometimes, certainly, um, you know, you're out at your kids' events or at their school, and you know, I've spoken at both their schools at different times for different occasions, and I think they take it all in stride. They they you know they just look at me as the goofy dad. They don't really think of me in any other different fashion. So uh, they get a good kick out of that. It hasn't been a big issue um, at all. You know, I think at times it's it's been fun for them. We're out at a sporting event and people recognize you. They think it's kind of, they think the whole thing's kind of funny, but um, hasn't really been a, a huge part of, of raising them at all. Our conversation with sports broadcaster David Amber will continue in a moment. Remember, you can catch the full video version of this interview on whereparentstalk.com. The podcast will also be available on more than 50 podcast platforms as well. We will be back after this. Want to learn more about the show? Email info at whereparentstalk.com. Stick around. Leanne Castellino and Where Parents Talk will be right back on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to Where Parents Talk. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Here's Leanne Castellino. Welcome back. Parenting Perspectives from a Father of Two. Our guest is David Amber, Canadian sports broadcaster on Hockey Night in Canada and Sportsnet. Now, David, we talked a bit about celebrity culture in today's world. The other unique challenge of parenting today comes in the form of social media and all that it entails. What do you look at in terms of rules and parameters around social media? What does that look like in your house with your kids? Well, there's no playbook on this, right? We're the first generation sort of figuring this out. And, um, you know, there is no perfect solution for it. You know, whether we were too loose about things or too strict about things, that that we'll find out, I guess, down the road um, because this is the first generation going through social media. I think we tried again and we talked about judgment. You know, I think my wife would always say, you know, that you don't want to have anything out there that your grandmother wouldn't want to see. Essentially, it's probably a good uh, bit of a rule you can use. But it's it's difficult. And I I feel for the kids because trying to navigate through all the social media, you know, it's not easy. Uh, It is not easy. And I'm happy that we didn't have to deal with that as kids ourselves. So I don't think we had a a strict playbook. Uh, I think we like to have a sense of what, our kids are doing, um, you know, the kids are always smarter. I don't even mean my kids specifically, but the kids are always smarter than the adults when it comes to, well, I follow them on Instagram and Snapchat and I know what they're up to. Well, they have like five and six different accounts. They have ways of managing if they don't want you to know exactly who they're talking to or what they're doing uh, on social media. So again, I think it's a matter of you have a level of trust with your kids and you try and kind of understand that there'll be a level of accountability and there's certainly going to be consequences potentially to something they do online, that that's their, you know, fingerprint for the rest of their lives. You know, my wife will bring up, you know, a former, a future employer is going to know what your Instagram looks like, what your Twitter looks like, your whatever social media you're on. So I think you try and impress that upon them. And, and again, you hope you're raising kids that have a level of uh, empathy, a level of um, 
you know, understanding they're not going to be doing things that uh, would put them in danger, or put others in a bad situation either. So that's what we're hoping for. And, and I, I think there's not a really a, a rule book for it, but certainly just hopeful, good judgment. It's interesting. One of the aspects of parenting that has always been challenging to me in many ways is the follow through piece on any sort of discipline issues that may occur. So what has been the most challenging piece of parenting for you? Well, you bring up a good point. There certainly has to be consequences. Uh, you know, you can't have idle threats and not back them up because, you know, you're not going to condition your kids in a great fashion if they do things that they shouldn't be doing and they just, there are no consequences to those actions. Uh, the most challenging part, uh, I, I guess, is just you make mistakes and you have to understand, like, you know, it's funny, we all can sit there and critique our parents and how they parented us, you know, and we're very good at uh, pointing out, well, that you didn't do this, you didn't do that. And then you become a parent, you realize how difficult um, the journey is. So I think you just have to understand there's going to be mistakes along the way, you have to try and have as close a relationship with your kids as possible. So there's a level of trust uh, and a level of care and, and empathy and, and, and compassion both ways, right? You want your kids to care for you as well, and maybe understand why you you know, have you know, curfew at this time, or you need to you know different rules and regulations within your house. Um, and I think just getting that bond with your kid is is maybe the most critical thing. Um, and it starts at an early age. And I've been lucky enough to have a, a really close relationship with both my children. And and you know, we laugh more than anything else. And I think that's a really key thing. Um, I, I guess the challenge really is to get that bond early on and to, to let that really cultivate and nourish into something special. And it makes parenting easier because you have, it's not necessarily a friendship, but I think you maybe, if nothing else, have an understanding of the, the nature of your relationship as a, a parent and a child. It does sound like you and your wife have prioritized healthy relationships with your children. And in preparing for this interview, something that really struck me about what you do for a living is you interview a lot of people in the age group that your kids are now in namely late teens, young adults. So I wonder, is there anything in terms of what you see there that impacts your approach as a dad? And maybe that you're saying, hmm, I've got to file that away for future reference. You know what, Leon, that's a, that's a really interesting point. And it wasn't always the case. Like my daughter's almost 18, my son's 16. And you're right, there's going to be a bunch of NHL players this year, a handful of them at 18 are going to be in the NHL. And you kind of, that blows your mind, right? I think about my daughter, and, you know, she's a mature young lady, but she's still a kid in many respects. And then here these um, young uh, professionals are out, you know, living out their dream. If nothing else, it probably, from a professional standpoint, maybe I can take a step back when we're so incredibly hypercritical, which is what we tend to be in the, you know, it's a very uh, intense field, the professional sports field, and the demands are incredibly high and it's a, a results-oriented industry. But we have to remember at the end of the day, some of these young young people are, they're, they're quite young, you know, and they're still figuring things out. You know, and you see this in tennis when they're 16 and 17 year olds playing professional tennis. And you go, my God, like at such an early age to have that amount of pressure heaped on them. Uh, and, and if nothing else, maybe it's given me the opportunity to reflect a little bit that these are young people and to maybe hold off some of the criticism or at least um, understand, you know, that they're such a youthful you know, situation, but sports has gotten so much younger. Like I work in the National Hockey League and the NHL is as young as it's ever been. You know, if you're 30 in the NHL, you're considered like a grizzled old veteran now. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes you have to take a step back and having two teenagers, I, I kind of, I, I can see it a little bit better now and a little clearer, like, wow, um, yes, they're 
the expectations are incredibly high, but we have to also sometimes maybe temper them a little bit and understand what some of the you know things these these young men and women are going through. It is a really interesting point for sure. David, I'm curious, what is your most proud parenting moment from each of your children? Oh my goodness, that's, that's <laughs> tough because there's been, you know, and I'm, I'm, that's a really tough question, Leanne. I'm sure if I would turn the question on you, I'd like to hear your answer because that is <laughs> so many times when just you beam with pride. You know, obviously if I'm going to use sort of recent memory, my daughter, uh, the day she got into the university of her choice, um, you know, she was elated because it's so competitive and so difficult. And I was so happy for her. And she worked incredibly hard through really tough circumstances during the pandemic to make sure academically she would be in as good a position as possible uh, to get into the school she wanted to get into. So I would, that was a really proud moment for us as a family because I realized I sat here and we, we saw the sacrifices she was making and the work she was putting in. And I think that was just a great lesson for her about that's sort of how life works, right? The more you put into something, uh, the better off it'll be that experience for you. Um, my son, there's a whole, you know, number of different things he's done, you know, both athletically, which has been a lot of fun for me to watch as a parent and um, just the young man he's become. Um, he's a bit of a social justice warrior in many respects. And he'll come home and tell us some great stories about, uh, debates they had within his classroom at school and the approach he took and the side he took and and how he articulated it. and that just makes me really proud then you go and you have teacher meetings and they have really great things to say about him and and you just think wow we're raising a, a good young man so that brings me a, you know a great deal of pride and um, there's a number of, of different circumstances if I go way back into the archives the the day our son finally became potty trained was a good one for him mm-hmm. <laughs> took a little while time so I was like okay Finally. All right. You're on your own now. <laughs> so, uh, that was a, a proud, I, was, I remember high-fiving my wife when that took place. So that was good. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of moments. Some of the examples that you just provided, I can totally relate to. Now, you mentioned your daughter off to university in another city this year. So that really means that you and your wife are kind of at a different age and stage of parenting right now. It's a whole different dynamic at home with one child. How have you been dealing with that? I guess that's a nice way of saying I'm getting old. That's what what I'm interpreting from the question. I don't feel that old, but yeah, I guess we're at that stage now. Uh, I, 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 my excitement for her trumped everything else. I, yes, the house is different. It's much quieter. She takes up a lot of space with her personality. And and I kind of laughed that I didn't realize you were 95% of the personality in our family. And she kind of chuckles about that. But my excitement for her was, was over the moon. My wife was definitely a bit more, oh no, you know, our daughter's leaving. And we, of course, we were very um, happy for her to be leaving. And that was never even discussed about being in the city because we wanted her to go off and have a true university experience and not be at home. And, and we wanted that for her and, and that was something she wanted. Um, but uh, quite honestly, my, my excitement for her was, was, you know, high, high level. So I think I was just able to sort of say, it's sad she's not around. The dynamic of our family's changed within, you know, our household, but um, she's out there, you know, living her best life and, and experiencing something that, you know, I remember experiencing at university and my wife as well. And it's just great that she's able to, to have four years of that now. It's so true. My name is Leanne Castellino, and this is Where Parents Talk on 105.9 The Region. Every week, we dig deep into raising kids today with thought leaders in the parenting space who share evidence-based practices, scientific findings, or their lived experience as moms and dads. Our guest today is David Amber. 
Canadian sports broadcaster and father of two. He is the studio host for Hockey Night in Canada and the NHL on Sportsnet. Now, David, you've openly shared so much of your lived experience as a dad of two teens. Are there any sort of words of wisdom that you could provide to parents listening or watching like us out there in the trenches of trying to raise happy, healthy children in what is a uniquely challenging time for parents and certainly an increasingly complex world? I think my only best advice would be uh, try and be in the moment as much as you can. And I've heard other people say this, and I'm going to say it now. It all happens so incredibly quickly. I think back to when the kids were, you know, three and one. And you know, again, we were treading water. But then you snap your fingers and they're five and three in a completely different stage. And then seven and five. And, you know, they're off to school full days and in all these activities. And now I'm snapping my fingers again, and here we are, one's at university and one's a year away. So uh, it happens quickly. Be in the moment, um, you know, really soak in all the great moments. You know, there's nothing better than a day when your kids are laughing and enjoying the time and the and the experiences, uh, you, you know, that you're having together. And it's not about going out and spending money. It's about, you know, just go to play frisbee in the park or you're going you know to to uh for a walk or whatever the case may be for a bike ride you know those are some of the moments that i'm going to remember you know we've gone on some really fun hilarious hikes i won't get into the details but we <laughs> that didn't at the time seem so funny but we look back and all can chuckle about it uh and we just had a lot of great family experiences and i think that's what I hope my kids will remember down the road um, when they're parenting about things they want to bring to their children. And um, I think just being in the moment because it happens so quickly is, is the best advice I could provide to anyone. A wonderful way to end this conversation. David Amber, studio host of Hockey Night in Canada and the NHL on Sportsnet and father of two. We so appreciate your time and your perspective today. Leanne, thank you so much for having me uh, on the show. Uh, first, probably last time someone's going to solicit my, my thoughts on parenting, but I appreciate it. And um, congrats to you on your three. That's great. Thank you so much. I have a feeling you're going to be a parenting uh, interviewee rock star. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking that's what's going to happen. <laughs> we'll Thanks see. a lot, David. Thank you, Leanne. That is where Parents Talk for this week. Remember, you can catch the full video version of this interview, as well as the podcast on whereparentstalk.com and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Leanne Castellino. Thanks for listening here on 105.9 The Region. Hope you'll join us next time. Sign up for Leanne's parenting newsletter and so much more at whereparentstalk.com. This is Where Parents Talk on 105.9 The Region.